TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. But like biting my nails, worried about whether or not... Is that bad? I'm not. Now I feel bad. Now I feel bad. Like I, uh, I, I exposed uh, one of Ken's... Ken talked about it on the air. I think we're okay. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to bring up Ken a lot as, as much as I possibly can this segment as we got to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, first off, Cameron Justice Channel 5 joining us now. Uh, Cameron, uh, thanks for joining us. But how do you feel about the fact that Ken Carmen eats his uh, fingernails? <laughs> you know, after he forgot my name, I should just come on here and slander him, right? That's what I should do. It's, I mean, it's half <laughs> of the point that we're having you on. You obviously have great sports insight, but really, we just needed you to slander Ken as much as possible. All right, to so take me through that, because there's two sides to every story. And I know Ken in his heart is feeling awful <laughs> about this because he's such a nice person. But was it as bad as he described? He, he, he honestly told the story pretty well. He's a good storyteller. He is a good storyteller. Okay. Uh, at any point, so, did you think like you got to throw him a life preserver, or was it more fun to watch no, him drown? It was so much fun to just like watch, just like <laughs> like jaw on the floor, trying to figure out is this man going to remember my name? <laughs> and then the longer it went on, like the, the longer I had to let it go on. Like I just I just need him to make it click. <laughs> and then he just he just made it so much worse than when he remembered my boyfriend's name who he has never met he's only we've only just talked about him oh, man <laughs> ken what are you what are we doing here what's going on it was it was hilarious he did and he did he apologized i thought it was hilarious there's no need to apologize i am horrible with names um I didn't think that I was in the category of like, okay, like we've seen each other enough times, but, <laughs> but it's all was forgiven. It was funny enough that it was like, all right, this was actually a really great story. I'm going to tell everybody. It's fun because he obviously knows your name and he's obviously very well, very well aware of the work that you do. And it's just one of those moments <laughs> though, where like, it's different if you're at a party or something and you generally just don't, you can't like, you met that person three years ago. You're not like Twitter or Facebook friends with them at all. And you just have no chance of remembering that person's name. He, he knew your name. It was just the, the medication got to him. And he was just a little loopy as all. Well, I'll go to bat for Ken there, but uh, I would have, I would have just, I told him what I'm just thinking it. I would, I would have just, just, yeah, hundred percent. fun to not. And I feel, yeah. I do feel bad because I know like that wasn't, he knows who I am. And, and then he said he was on the, the back pills. I didn't know that. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have maybe thrown in that life. Hey, first time I've ever heard about these back pills, too, by the way, Cameron. Like, first, first time I've ever heard of them. It's just an excuse, right? <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only every excuse I had in life was just like, oh, I, I'm on this new back medication. So that's why you didn't take out now, trash last night. Have it. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It works great. Uh, you were at the Browns today, and I'm looking at this photo of Kevin Stefanski, and I, I saw the clip that went around with Stefanski, uh, you know, saying like "Go Guardians," but also "Go Phillies," which I actually kind of liked, by the way. I like that he wasn't being phony about it. Like "Go Guardians," hope you win the World Series. I like that he rooted for his hometown team. I think that's I think that's more fun and honest than anything. Absolutely. I, you, know, you know these guys like they're not from here and they've got their teams they've got their fandoms that they grew up with so of course 
but but you know when you when you come to a city like this for a job it becomes you become like a transplant right and mm-hmm. And so the fact that these guys, I do, it's genuine. They do want other Cleveland teams to win, but he's allowed to pull for, for his, his home team. Yeah, of course. Now, I thought it was interesting that they actually had the Guardians game on during his press conference. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was great. Well, that's what, so <laughs> we were all, you know, sitting in there waiting for the press, press conferences to start. Everyone has their laptops up, watching the game on their laptops, and, you know, people in the Browns were like, let's put these games up on these TVs. What are we doing here? <laughs> even even Kevin Stefanski was like, I'm going to go watch the game after this press conference in my office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should go ahead and do that. When he was walking out, he, he told us, you know, I saw your eyes looking up at the TV during the press conference. It's all right, <laughs> <laughs> You see, that's awesome. That's like a let the hair down type moment. With that, I'm telling you, that wouldn't have happened during Hugh Jackson's time here. It would not have happened. Yeah, and you know what? And I, that is one good thing is like, I mean – as much as they are, you know, kind of, you know, that quiet, stern organization right now, they don't say a lot. They are just genuine people. And that is, I mean, we saw that today and we see it a lot, but it was, it was nice to see that with the, with the support of the Guardians. Yeah, uh, Cam Justice of Channel 5 joining us here on The Fan. All right, so who did you feel better for? Before we get to the Browns and some of what happened in Berea, who would you feel better for today, Shane Bieber or Jose Ramirez? I was making the contention that Jose Ramirez, like we know everyone loves Jose. Everyone has rated Jose properly. But a month and a half ago, we were having legitimate conversations about who the ace of this staff is. I felt better for Bieber to have the day that he had, Cam. I agree. I think Jose is... Jose Ramirez, he will always be Jose Ramirez, even if he's not, you know, giving you these giant home runs and and super clutch moments. He is still Jose Ramirez. He's still the guy that's giving you production. He's still a leader of this team, and he's really embraced the Cleveland Guardians and embraced this city in a way that, you know, other stars haven't been able to. I mean, he's he he signed. He took a team friendly deal, signed an extension because he wanted to be here. That's the kind of stuff that doesn't matter what he does. Really, I mean, he's always going to be solid uh, production at the plate, right? Because that's just the kind of player he is. But he doesn't even have to have these outstanding games. He didn't have to hit that home run, that go-ahead home run, for fans to just love Jose Ramirez. Shane Bieber, he needed this. He needed this for the fans to prove that he is the ace that we all have seen before. And he needed this, I think, for himself because, mm-hmm. you know, that last performance, last playoff performance wasn't great. And it, it wasn't this. And so this is like a redemption for him. He is that ace. He's, got, he's that guy. He still has the stuff that we've all seen before. And he, he came up and he had an incredible day, an incredible performance. And I do think that I feel really good for him that he was able to do that and kind of get back to that, that ace that everyone in Cleveland fell in love with during during that all-star weekend in Cleveland where he just came out. I think that was his, like, shining moment, and, and it just kind of felt like those vibes again. Like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, this guy is special. Yeah, you know, there's a couple things that have come out of this game. Between that and then I also think Tito, all the videos you've seen where he's out on 4th Street, he's out on 9th Street, he's riding his scooter around. I think Tito, as much as fans didn't want to throw it in his face because they never would because they respect what he's done here, I think Tito needed the monkey off his back of going 1,800 days without a postseason win. Yeah, and you you could tell that this was something that he embraced, right? Him on a scooter, taking <laughs> pictures with fans, being in videos. Just I mean, that's... that's that's a relief for this team. I mean, they've been proving people wrong all season. 
They're a super young team that is exceeding everybody's expectations of them, doing what no one thought they could do, playing in a, in a style of baseball that people aren't fans of but really, really works for them. And they just, they've embraced it. And so I think this, it, that was the entire regular season, right? And it was just them proving everybody, proving this, this style, this team, this, these accomplishments, proving that this is the real deal for them all regular season. This is like, it's not just the regular season. This is postseason, and it works. Our style of baseball, who we are, how we play, how we've embraced, this works, and this is us. And, and this is like a, like a cherry on the Sunday. Now it's just one game. they got to win tomorrow or Sunday too, but – this is this was like a, the pinnacle of everything they've worked for, and then it paying off in the first game of the playoffs. I think they should all feel really great about themselves, and they should all take this moment to really soak it in and live in this moment, and then compose themselves because they got to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hard part, right? You got to you got to turn around and do it again. Cameron Justice, Channel <laughs> Five, joining us here on the Fan. All right, let's get to the Browns. Uh, Miles Garrett is going to play. Do you feel like this? First off, did that surprise you? And second off, uh, do you think he's going to be? What percentage? 195 percent, 90, 80. What, what do you think with Miles? Uh, it doesn't surprise me just because you know he was he was fighting to go last week. So the fact that he was fighting to go last week, less than a week after that car crash, uh, the, the fact that he just missed one game doesn't surprise me at all because I mean, he was really gearing up to go for that one, and he was he felt good enough then. Uh, and so give him another week. And I, I don't think that he's going to be extremely limited. He's out there. He's moving fine. Like, he didn't have any injuries. So, like, the, the only injuries are that, that bicep, bicep strain and the, the shoulder sprain, which obviously in, in some of those, you know, his swim moves, the book, when he's bull rushing and moving those arms, you're going to maybe feel it a little bit. But I think that he's feeling good enough and he's had enough time to rest where – if he was limited at all, I would say I would drop him down. Maybe I could see like 90, 98% for Miles Garrett at, at the lowest. I, and and I think it changes too whether or not Jadavion Clowney plays because that takes a lot of pressure off him. Now, it, he might look more limited if Jadavion goes from questionable to out because, you know, that's that's when he's getting everybody loaded up on his side, targeting him, facing him a lot more work for him a higher workload it's gonna maybe cause a little bit of a strain but if you get that entire defensive line back Taven Bryan and Jadavion Clowney mm-hmm. in addition to Miles Garrett I think Miles Garrett looks 98 percent or better uh, do you think we've seen the best of Jacoby Brissett already I mean, you know what I think I don't know if we've seen the best because there have been some moments I think we've seen wh- exactly what he can do like he's he's he can play very well. He can run the game. He can manage the game, but he can also get you in a position to win the game. I think Jacoby Brissett, us seeing Jacoby Brissett at his best, would be all of what we've seen. And then in the in the fourth quarter, in a situation that you know you need that, you need to win, you need to keep that ball. Not seeing a turnover, not seeing him taking those sacks just playing that constant smart football all the way through, even in a really crucial and critical and difficult moments. If he can do that in a full game, that's, I think, when we, we'll see Jacoby Verset at his best. So I, I still think that there are some things that we can see from Jacoby that will be uh, you know, a, a welcome sight for the Browns and a welcome sight for Browns fans. What, what happened last week where they just they, they went to Amari Cooper in back-to-back weeks, and then last week they just kind of 
acted like he was on a milk carton again. I, I, it's so confusing to me. And how they use some of these receivers, Cam, is just very confusing to me, too. It's the second time I've called you Cam, by the way. Do you hate if I call you Cam, or are you just are you 100% Cameron? I'm, no, no, no. Yeah, Cam, Cam works now. I was never Cam before. And then, you know, at, at Browns, it became Cam Justice in the questions. And uh, <laughs> Kevin Stefanski, Andrew Barry will answer the questions and say, hey, Cam. And so now I'm Cam. I feel like, and they, I've yeah. that, so. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. I've always called you Cameron. And then they started calling you Cam. And now I've called you Cam a bunch of times. And I, I'm like, because I'm Jonathan. But if people call me John, I don't mind it necessarily. But I do understand. Like, it's, that's not my name. My name is Jonathan. So there is there's a difference there. Uh, so, all right. Anyway. Oh, yeah, see no, yeah, Cam works. I was Cammy for years, so we've we've gone through stages. <laughs> all of them work. All of them play. Uh, with Absolutely. with Amari Cooper, though, is what what is Stefanski doing with these wide receivers? Then is he is it just going to be case by case, week week by week, and we find out what's going to happen? Like David Bell legitimately did nothing for the first three weeks of the season. Then last week he looked like okay, maybe we have a little bit more here. Yeah, you know what? I don't think that I have a problem with how. Things have gone. Now, obviously, you want to see some of those stars getting all of those targets and those receptions and making these big plays like Amari Cooper. I mean, he's an incredible wide receiver who's an incredible route runner and can get himself open. We saw that there's a couple games this year we've seen Amari Cooper really shine. But I don't have a problem in games where you're not seeing them all the time because the way that the offense has gone, and I know a lot of people are are nitpicking the offense and are frustrated with, Maybe Kevin Stefanski and his play calling. I am in the camp that thinks that he's done actually a really good job. I think that mm-hmm. his play calling in situations that have not been the red zone issues and and those really critical, you know, fourth quarter moments has been really standout. He has, and it, and it does play well into having guys like Amari Cooper who can get themselves open. Uh, and guys who have the size like David Njoku, uh, even Donovan Peoples-Jones, who can and go up and, and get those balls when they're when they're a little above their head or you know a 50-50 ball, I think that helps. But I think Kevin Stefanski has done a really good job of scheming guys open, and that is part of the play calling. There is you know, guys open all the time. Now, this is not to ignore the issues in the red zone last week, not to ignore the issues in these crucial moments, and, and, and critical moments because that is something that the Browns really need to work on. But overall this season, I think Kevin Stefanski's done a great job. And so when I don't see guys like Amari Cooper getting involved all the time, David Bell, you want to see him because he's got so much promise. You're also seeing him move that ball around and finding David Njoku, getting him involved in the mix, spreading it over to Harris and Bryant. He's getting different guys involved. He's using his entire offense, using the tight ends, using the wide receivers. But also, he's giving fans exactly what they want by running the ball with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt a lot, and and it's working really well for them. And you've seen a couple times this season with Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb sharing the backfield. That's what everyone's been dying to see, and you're starting to get little tastes of that. So I like the variety that the offense has provided. So in a game that doesn't necessarily see Amari Cooper getting 100 yards, 100 receiving yards or mm-hmm. even getting a ton of receptions, just one catch, as long as everybody else is being involved and incorporated into that offense and it's being split and there's a reason behind it. It's not just no one's getting any looks because no one's open and the offense is just falling apart. That's when I would have a problem. But right now I think I wouldn't change a thing other than how they are 
attacking in the red zone and how they are play calling with a game on the line in moments after, after maybe the defense lets up some big scores and, and you're, another team's right back in it. That's when I see the play calling maybe shift to something I wouldn't like to see. But right now, I, I have no problems with it. Cameron Justice from Channel 5. This is a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully you enjoy the games tomorrow. Enjoy the Browns game. So it's such a great sports weekend for the city of Cleveland. So I hope you take it all in. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, I'll catch up with you later. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Busy weekend. And it's going to be a fun one. No doubt about it. Thank you, Cam. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 